אבל רבותיי, מסתר עם מסכת בעזרת השם, שעה טובה מוצלחת. And we are beginning מסכת נזיר. המסכת has been dedicated for the complete רפואה שלמה, משה בן דינה, רגלי חסידה וישמור, ופועתו קרובה לבוא וכן ירסו ונאמר אמן. And we begin today מסכת נזיר, and we're starting at the משנה on דף בית. This Mishnah is going to sound uh, quite familiar from the Mishnah that we learned in the beginning of Masechet Nedarim, which was the last Masechet. And the Mishnah begins, Kol nezirut in zirut. That means that not only when a person, let's say, wants to make himself a Nazir, and we'll discuss exactly what a Nazir is, uh, that's a certain vow that a person takes upon himself. Now, of course, he could say, In the clearest sense, I will be a Nazir. That's the most explicit way. But then there's also, which is called Kinuyim, which means there are uh, different type of words that are also uh, effective. Uh, as opposed to just saying, you know, I'm a Nazir. There's other words that he could use that will also be uh, subject and make him a Nazir. They are called Kinuyim, like, uh, you know, not slang words, but, you know, other, other, other uh, declarations. And the Mishnah says, Ha'omer ehe. Let that person just says uh, the word ehe, I will be. And that's very vague. I will be what? But the Mishnah says, Ha'reze nazir. Well, he's a nazir. Now, that's not even a kinui. That is called a yad. A yad is literally a handle. That just like a person wants to lift up a, a cup. So either you can lift it up by the cup itself, or you lift it up by the handle. It's a small little uh, a protrusion, and you lift it up by that. So similarly, there's handles of nazirut. That it's a word that is a, it's, 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 it's a, it's not an explicit word. It's not even a kinui, but it's a, it's a type of um, word that, And we see his intention is to become a Nazir. And that's just to say, just by saying, Ha'omer Ehe, or Ehe Na'e. Or Ehe Na'e means, I want to be uh, handsome. Uh, this is again, uh, that is means to grow his hair. Therefore the deen is, he is a Nazir. Now the Mishnah goes back to the different types of Kinuyim that we talked about. Nazik, Naziyah, Paziyah. So the person says, Hareni Nazik. Instead of saying Nazik, he said Nazik. Or Hareni Naziyah, or Hareni Paziyah. In all these cases, Hareze Nazir. Or let's say he says, Hareni Kazeh. If let's say he sees somebody that's a Nazir and he says, Hareni Kazeh, I want to be like this one. Or I want to be a messalser. Or he says uh, it's a comment upon me to let's say grow my grow my hair. That's also nazir. Let's say it's incumbent upon me to bring uh, birds. That's what he brings after the process of the nazir is over. So Rabbi Meir Omer nazir. 
Mimir says that's also considered Nazirut, Anachamim come along and say, Eno Nazir. So that's the the basic Mishnah again. Let's read it one more time. Kol Nizirut, Kinzirut. And on that, the, the she comes along and says, Kol Nizirut, Kinzirut. Kol Alav Nizirut. Whoever accepts upon himself a Nizirut, Beotolashon, Shibadulahim Hachamim. So that she says, Who made up these words? Hakamim made up these words. Hareun Nazir. It's similar as if he said, and rabbis made up these words. And these are the kinuim, like the Mishnah said. Nazik, Naziyah, Paziyah, Misha Amar Hareni Nazik. Now, how does Nazik sound like Nazir? Because if you take away the left leg of the kof of Nazik, you have a resh. So that's a Nazir. So there's a name of, of a resh over there. Same thing, if you take the left leg away from the head of Naziyah and you remove it, you have a resh, there's Nazir. Or Paziyah, uh, there also, you can have, uh, you have to adjust the uh, the pad, right? Take out the inside uh, and make it a nun, and then take out the left leg of the head and you have a resh. And Rashi explains that. Mishum halen ta'ameh. Some say these are words that the Hachamim actually uh, made up. And some say that actually these are words of the Goim. The Goim uh, use these words. Now, when you erase the leg of the Kof, the Nazik, and the leg of or the, the, the wall of the Chet of Naziyah, and you get rid of the roof of the peh of Paziyah and the dolphin of the head of Paziyah, uh, 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 you'll end up with the word Nazir. So she's just telling you how to reconstruct these words that they'll become Nazir. That's a continuation of the Mishnah. Now, this case over here is even less than a kinu. He didn't even say the word Nazir. But the Mishnah says, "Hareze Nazir, the Yadot Nazirut Kinzirut," because these are referred to as Yadot. They are the handles of Nazirut. Ukshem sheochez Adam bebetiad shel keli, just like a person holds on to a betiad is the uh, the handle of a vessel. Umagbiya etakli atzmo, and he lifts it up. Kachze kemanda amar ehe, oshamar ehe nae. So again, I'm reading the Mishnah one more time, so we have clarity. The Mishnah digresses for a minute and does not tell us about Kenuyim, but goes to Yadayim, or Yadot. Now the Gemara goes back to Kenuyim. Nazik, Naziyah, Paziyah, Hareze Nazir. So first, the Gemara now we'll come along and and uh, discuss what is this Masechet uh, Nazir doing in Seder Nashim. You know, the six orders of the Mishnah, and Nashim usually talks about things that are related to uh, marriage, divorce, Yibum, Ketubah, all these type of uh, related items. Now, Nazir has nothing to do with Seder Nashim, so what is it doing here? Mech- the Tana that we're here now, we're in Seder Nashim. 
my tama tani nazir. Why did he write put nazir over here? So the Gemara answers tana akirakae. That the tana actually is following the order of pesukim, as it says. So in the laws, when it talks about a, a divorce, it says that the husband found that the lady committed she committed a act of immorality. That's that's definitely a seder nashim. That's kitid. What caused her to make the avera, the lady? Yayin, must be wine. Bekamar, and we also learn, that if anybody sees a lady who was a sota, and she actually went through with it, she drank the waters and she exploded, I mean, she committed this nut, and if anybody was there to witness such a thing, Yazir he should uh, make a vow against wine. For the simple reason is because that's what caused her to become a sota. So therefore, there's an indirect relationship between our Masech, what talks about a person making a vow against wine, and uh, the subject of marriage. And the Nashi uh, gives it to us <clears throat> a little clearer, exactly the connection. He says, Well, based on this Gemara, it should have said first Masechet Sota, which is obviously a marriage issue, belongs to Seder Nashim. And then after Sota, it should have brought Nazir. And then we would make the Dirashah. Whoever sees a Sota uh, in her uh, destruction, Yazir should accept upon himself the Zirut of Yayin. That should be the order, Sota Nazir. But he says, He gives you the system. We started with Ketubo. Which is the Ikar, it said that that's the main Masechet. So in Masechet, uh, there's a Perik that talks about Hamadir, meaning, meaning a person that makes a Nedir against his wife. So Tana le Nedarim de Batar Ketubot. So then we put Nedarim next to Ketubot because there's a connection between those two Masechtot. Then we put Nazir after Nedarim, once we got Nedarim in there, because there's a Pasuk. Uh, the Pasuk says, Lindor Neder Nazir. So Lindor Neder Nazir, we have a pasuk that mentions Neder and Nazir. So we put Nedarim, and then we put Nazir, and then we put Sota, again, for the same reason that the Gemara said, because if a person sees a Sota, Yazir al-Smomenayayin. So again, if anybody wants to know why is uh, this Masechet, what is it doing in uh, in Seder uh, Nashim? Because again, this is the cause. Why is the cause to make a lady a sota, and therefore there is a connection. Why is it placed for sota? Because we wanted to put it next to Nedarim, and Nedarim we wanted to put next to Ketubot. So now we have the whole uh, story of the seted of these uh, Gemariyot. Ketubot, Nedarim, uh, Nazir, sota. And now the Gemara comes along and asks, the question that we asked as well in the beginning of Masechet, Nedarim. If you remember our Mishnah, our Mishnah started off with called Kinuyen Nizirut Kinzirut. That if a person makes a Kinui of Nizirut, that's like Nizirut. And then the Mishnah goes on to give us examples of Yadot. Why doesn't it just continue to give me examples of Kinuyim? Why does it uh, jump to uh, Yadot? 
So the Gemara comes along and says, You opened up with Kenuim, and now you're going to Mefadesh. You're explaining Yadot. The Mishnah actually is missing some words, and it should be stated as follows. So once we add some words to the Mishnah with the Hasudim Mechsera, we actually have a Mishnah that says, and we're adding the words and then once we explained in the second statement we go and explicitly now give examples of so basically the style of the Mishnah is and then explaining so be one, two and then explaining two which is a style of the uh, of the Mishnayot and the Mishnah says the Gemara asks, Why don't you explain Kinuim first? Meaning, one, two, and then explain one in order of the way you introduce them. And the Gemara says, That's not a problem. Gemara says, We see the style. That whatever the Tana uh, ended with, the second item, that's the item he wants to explain first. And we see this. In several Mishnayot, Kedetnan, in Masechet Shabbat, Bameh Madlikin, Ubameh En Madlikin. With what you can you use for lighting the Knerot Shabbat, Bameh Madlikin, what can you use? Ubameh En Madlikin. And then the Mishnah continues with Faresh, En Madlikin Beresha. It starts with explaining the En Madlikin. That's one, two, explaining two. Bameh Tomni, Ubameh En Tomni, Umefaresh. The laws of Hatmana. With what can you make Hatmana with and what can you not? And the Mishnah goes on to explain. Well, these are the items that you cannot. So therefore, one, two, explaining two. Furthermore, a lady, what is she allowed to go out with on Shabbat? And what is she not allowed to go with? And then the Mishnah explains. So we have three examples where the Tana chose to explain the second item that he opened up is Mishnahwood. So the Gemara then asks, oh, I have different examples where the Tana actually says one, two, and explains one. So we can go the other way. With what can an animal go out with on Shabbat? And with what? He cannot. And the Mishnah goes to explain then, but Yotze, the Kamal can go out on Shabbat with, um, with his, uh, whatever, 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 whatever that item that he's wearing. But the point is, he explained the first case first. Now we go to Baba Batra. These are the laws of inheritance. Yesh nohalin umanchilin. Nohalim means there are people that inherit, and they also can bequeath. They not only inherit, but they bequeath. Nohalim, there are those that inherit, below manchilim, but they do not bequeath. Manchilim, they bequeath, below nohalim, but they don't inherit. Nohalim, below manchilim. And there are those that do not inherit and do not bequeath. Now, when the Yumara 
when the Mishnah wants to explain the cases, explains the first case, case number one. Those that are nochel are inherit, and menchil and bequeath. So therefore, again, we're back to the question, the Mishnah can go either way. So then why, uh, uh, why did our Mishnah choose one way over the other? So the Mishnah answers, Really, the Tanakh can teach either way. Sometimes it does one, two, and it defines two, and sometimes it goes one, two, and defines one. But over there in the three Mishnayot, where uh, it started with explaining two, the all those items were referring to an Isud, on the person. Like we said, it's the person. What is he allowed to do on Shabbat? What is he not allowed to do? How is he allowed to make hatmana? And what is he not allowed to make hatmana? When a lady goes out to camp, these are all things that are on the person. So the second of the two cases is what's forbidden. Like I said, that's permissible, which he's allowed to, what the person is allowed to light with. So emadikim is the isud of Shabbat on the person. So therefore, mefarish isurad de nafsheh bereshah. So since the isud is very strict of Shabbat, so it defines that case first. However, by the case of the animals, like we said, it's an isud on, uh, but, but it's not directly of the person doing it. It's his animal that's carrying on Shabbat. So therefore, since it's his animal carrying on Shabbat, the Isud is not so uh, great in a person's eyes, and therefore it's not so severe because he's not doing it himself. So that's why we don't have to discuss the Isud side first. We discuss the Eter side. That's what the Gemara says. The Isud is coming by way of the animal. So we explain the Eter first. And uh, she says on the bottom, and it's forbidden for the camel to go out. Let's say with this type of afsar, this type of saddle. Uh, which means this type of isud is weak in the person's eyes. And therefore, they discuss the heter, uh, the heter first. So that's basically the um, the rule that the Gemara is giving us over here. And now we go back to our uh, Mishnah, or, or the Mishnah in, uh, in Baba Batra. In the case regarding um, the inherits, those that inherit and those that bequeath. So we want to give us the, the general rule. The, the general rule is those that are Bequeath and those have the ability to inherit. So we gave that case first. We gave the the first rules and the, the main rules regarding nachala. Uh, uh, someone who inherits as well as bequeaths is, 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 is a basic heir. Uh, uh, then we can contrast him <coughs> to all the other cases. Now the question is back to our Mishnah. Ela haka lefrosh kinuye bedesha. 
But over here, let the Tana explain Kinuim first. So the Gemara comes along and says, What's the reason why our Tana did not explain Kinuim first? And the Gemara answers, The reason is, And that's the Pantush. That, how do we know this concept of Yadot? These partial declarations that a person's making. He just says, you know, a word, eh, eh. There's really no uh, proof explicitly in the Pesukim. However, we know them from Derashot. And uh, the Tana is very, very uh, uh, dear to him, Havivim, things that are um, uh, learned from a Derasha, to Hedush. And therefore, he gives them the, uh, you know, the uh, uh, precedence to explain them first. That she says, Habibin le vetani le beresha. So that's, that, that, that's the basic principle. And that she, before that says, te mefereshi adot beresha, te oil ve'atyanim medirasha. Like we learned in Masechet Nedarim Dafniman, lazir, lahazir, from extra letters, the words, la'asot kinuyin izirut kinzirut, ve'yadot izirut kinzirut. So therefore, since it's derived from a derasha, and the Tana always prefers things that are learned from a derasha, it's a chintush, and therefore it's going to explain it first. So therefore, we, we explained the style of Amishnah. It's one, two, and we went to the two. We explained uh, Yadot first. We made a hasurim mehsira. We explained Yadot first. And uh, there you have it. And because it's, it, it's derived from a derasha. So now the question then is, so just op- open up with Kinuyim. I mean, open up with Yadot. Just say Yadot, uh, and then Kinuyim, and then explain Yadot first. If you tell me it's Habib, so therefore, not only should you explain it first, but you should actually uh, open up uh, first with Beresha. So the Gibra says, Tana ki matkil matkil ve'ikar korbam. That when the Tana is uh, going to open up, so he opens up with the uh, with the uh, the basic case of explaining Nizirut, uh, which means it's more basic when he says Hareni Nazir or Nazik or Pazia. These are uh, these are Kinuim. He's saying something. That's the normal way of doing it. Masheen Ken. Where, where he says other uh, which is a less way of expressing himself, so that's why he writes it second. So when it comes to the actual uh, headlines, it'll put kinuim first because that's the more basic formula of the zirut of saying a certain word had any whatever it is. Mashiachin uh, yadot are not the basic way of explain of 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 putting yourself in a zirut. However, when you're going to explain the cases, since Yadayim comes from Dirasha, uh, so that one is going to go uh, first. So the Rashi says, Tana ki matkhil ve'ikar korban b'resha, ki wun v'kinuyen nizirut. Sheminyan v'ashon nazir. These are languages of the zirut, so it's more of the normal formula, so it discusses kinuyen first. 
Okay, so now this is all just, uh, we didn't get into anything of the Zinun yet. This is all just technical structuring of our uh, of our Mishnah. So basically at this point over here, we start with Kinuim because that's the basic formula of making the Zirut, Hareni, and you say a word after it. Um, and then we discuss Yadayim, which is the less, uh, you know, normal way of explaining it. And then we, when we want to give the explanation, we explain Yadayim first. Because Yadayim, I don't even know that these types of uh, vague, vague, uh, 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 vague uh, words will make the Zirut. It's from a Derashah. And therefore, since from a it's hardly for the Tanah to discuss things that were uh, derived from a Derasha. So that's that's that. Now, Rashi over here in Habibim, right? Rashi said that the Derash is Habib to him. So Rashi over here has a question. He says, wait, where do you think they learned Kinuim from? Some say that Kinuim is also learned from a Derasha. So now you have a, you have a question. Can diktani ala lasut kinuim zirut? Can zirut? So ha lo havi. The nashi answers basically that really kinuim are not learned from a specific derasha. They learn from um, you know straight up pesukim, and therefore even though the gemara sounds like in a different place that kinuim and yadot are learned from derashot, that she says the word kinuim over there is labdavka. The main thing is Yadayim, Yadot, are learned from Midrasha and not Kinuim. So that's Rashi's question in Dibur Matin Habibim. Again, his question is, what do you mean? Kinuim is also learned from a Midrasha? And his answer is, it's not. I, it's mentioned in that context. It's mentioned there, Labd Afghan. Ha'omer Gemara continues. Ha'omer Ehe Harezin Nazir. So a person says, just the words, Ehe, I will be. So then already, that makes him a Nazir. So the Gemara says, how can he become a Nazir just by saying, Ehe, Dilma, Ehe Bita'anit Ka'amar. Maybe what he means to say is, Ehe Bita'anit. You know, I'll be, uh, I'll be in a fast. How do we know that Ehe means Ehe Benazir? The Gemara says, Amar Shemuel, Kekon Sheyan Nazir, Over Lefanav. The Mishnah is talking about a case where, um, the Nazir was actually walking, walking by him. Oh, so therefore, if the Nazir is walking by him, and he says, Ehe, he's basically saying, you know, I will be like this. And therefore, that's how we know uh, why he's a Nazir. So the Gemara says, Lema kasabar Shemuel. Shall we say that Shemuel holds, Yadayim she'enam lo habya yadayim. Talked about this in the Darim, if you remember as well. There's different types of Yadayim. There's clearer Yadayim. I mean, no Yadayim is totally clear, but clearer Yadayim. And then there's ambiguous ones. And just by saying the word Ehe, it's ambiguous because it can mean Ehe Betanit. I'll fast tomorrow. So that's why Shemuel said, no, ambiguous is not enough just to say Ehe. You have to have actually Ehe with the Nazir actually walking by in order to make that ambiguous statement uh, clear, because Shemuel must hold that Yadayim she'enam mochirot lo habyan Yadayim. So the Gemara says, no, Amri, the Gemara says, no, 
When the Nazir is actually passing in front of him, which means that declaration is obviously clear and it cannot be confused with anything else because uh, it was made when Nazir was walking by. So what does he mean? He doesn't mean to fast. He means what he says, that he's going to be a Nazir. However, for sure, for sure, when a Nazir is not walking by him, we would say that he means to say that he's going to fast. Meaning, and therefore, when the Mishnah was talking about when he said, he has to be talking about with the same Nazir that's walking about, which means that Shimuel holds Yadayim She'enam Mochichot Habia Yadayim. Even an ambiguous term is okay. But just saying is even less than ambiguous. It's nothing. And therefore, there's a chance that he means uh, a chance that he means a, a ta'anit. And the Rashi explains this. Kiloma, we're reading the Rashi Ha'omer. Uh, one, two, three, four, four lines. That Shemuel learns the case where there's a Nazir walking by him. And if it was not, if that was not the case, we wouldn't even think Nazir or the customer Yadaim She'ena Mochichot, because I would say that Yadaim She'ena ambiguous statements, but the problem is we heard Shemuel holds the opposite. That's the basis of the question. Shemuel says if a person tells a lady, in all these cases, he didn't say the word li. So the deen is over there. It's mikudeshet. Even though he didn't say hadeat mikudeshet li. He forgot the word li. Doesn't matter. Because why? It's yadayim she'ena mochichot. It's an ambiguous statement. Who knows maybe, who, 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 who knows who is being mikudeshet to? But Shemuel says it's mikudeshet, even though he didn't say the word li. But over here, why do you have to have the Nazir walking by him? So the Gemara answers that she says, Amri, Le'olam kasabar Shemuel yadayim she'ena mochichot havyam yadayim. That really ambiguous terminology is good. Kegon gabe erusin v'kidushin, like for the case of erusin v'kidushin. Kevan, since he mentioned the word erusin and kidushin, so therefore, havyo chav emechzad. Okay, something, he said the word. Ba'achainu ta'amad abinu nazino abedafra. But in this case, he didn't say anything. He just said the word, eh it is not even uh, ambiguous. It's less than ambiguous. We should be Over we have a different option. When a person says that mikudeshin, we know he's talking about kedushin. We know he's not uh, talking about something else because he said the word at least. But can over here, it's less than ambiguous because he just said eh. So that's why you need a nazir uh, to walk by. Which is when a person is making a nazirut, there has to be a certain explicit expression. Like the Pasuk says by Nidarim, he yaflid lindor, which means it has to be an expression. And but just by saying the word ehe, you're not expressing anything. It's, it's even less than Yadaim She'enam Mokhichot. So basically, the answer of Shimuel is that really he holds, you don't need Yadaim Mokhichot. But you have to have something. So in the case of Kiddushin, since he mentioned the word Hadeat Mikudesh, even though he didn't say the word li, fine, that'll be enough. Mashiach, over here by Nazir, by saying the word Ehe, where he didn't say anything related to the word Nazir, it's not going to be good unless the Nazir is walking by. 
So now the Gemara has a question. Gemara says, Bedilma lepotrom in korbenotav ka'amar. Maybe uh, he means to accept uh, the nizirut uh, when, when, when the Nazir is passing by uh, from, from the uh, to be poteris korbanot. What does that mean, Rashi? Even if Nazir is walking by him, am I having Nazir? Basically, he's saying, I'll pick up his Kurbanot for him. There's a Nazir walking by. And uh, he means to say, after the Nazir, the person has to bring Kurbanot. So therefore, he says, I'll be liable for the Kurbanot. Uh, not, he doesn't mean to become a, a nazir. He's just saying that uh, I'll, I'm, I'll make a commitment to uh, to take care of the uh, the, the animals that this guy has to bring. So the Bible says, "No, the ka'amad bilibo." We're talking about over here in a case where afterwards uh, he had in his mind to become a nazir. That means it was bilibo. So he said it after. Yeah, in my mind, he tells us his kavanah. It was in my mind. I was I wasn't thinking anything else but to become an asir. So the kavanah says, So the case is talking about where he had clearly in his mind to become a nazir. My demembra. So what's 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 the chadush over there? Isn't it obvious? I might have thought that you need to have, you know, to coincide his his words with his with, with, with his heart. It's very nice that his heart is in the right place that he wants to become an Azir, but he didn't say it. So I might have thought that you need you need both. I might think that he has to express verbally what he's thinking in his heart. Again, you do need the Nazir walking by him. Right, so therefore, just by saying, uh, uh, and you don't have the Nazir walking by, that's not enough at all, even though it was in his heart. That means you have to have something in his, in, 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 in his words to, to, to mean that, to show us that he mean he meant uh, nazir, so even though he didn't say the word nazir, and in his heart he had it in mind, but he has to have somebody walking by, because then it will not be mukhah at all. Now, that is the um, that is the gemara. Now we have one more point that we have to make. So let's just review uh, what happened in this uh, gemara. So we started the gemara. Uh, just telling us, number one, you want to make a hazara for deathbed, which I think we'll start to do, the botai, uh, give us uh, good ways to remember uh, these, uh, these 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 dapim. So the first subject we discussed on today's that was why is it in in Masechet, why isn't it in Nashim? What, 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 is, what, is, what is Nazir doing over here? And we explained this connection to Masechet Sota, and she actually explained that it, it follows Ketubot, and Ketubot 
mentioned the Darim, so therefore the Darim is the next one. And since we have a Pasuk that mentions the Darim and Nazir in the same place, so the Darim is Nazir is written after that. And after Nazir, then we discuss Sotah, because if a person sees a Sotah, he should make a vow against wine. We talked about Kinuyim, and we talked about Yadon. We said the Mishnah is following a Hasurim Mechsera, which means the Mishnah mentions Kinuyim and Yadot, and then it explains Yadot first, and we explain the reason why it explains Yadot first, because it's Habiba to the Tanakh, because Yadot is derived from a, uh, a, um, a Dirasha, and therefore that's the one that you would want to explain first. Now that's uh, the way we learned the Gemara, but there's a Rashi here that we need to uh, read, and that's the Rashi, Dibura Matril, which is if you said that kinuim are actually words of the goyim, because these are these 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 are words. These are actually words of the goyim. Therefore, it's actually ikar nizirut. However, because those are words that are part of the normal formula of the Zirut. But we learned in second Adin that some say these are words that the rabbis made up, that uh, these words will count. What are you going to say there? That's not, not the Ikar formula either, by the way. These are words that the rabbis made up. So therefore, they're not actually words of the Zirut. They're... they're, uh, they're, they're there are words that were, uh, uh, like we said, the rabbis uh, conjectured them. So therefore, what, 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 why would you start with uh, with 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 Kinuim? So the Gemara leftach leftach beyadot. So il batiam b'derasha u'mishani v'ketani yadot b'matnitin klal. It doesn't say yadot in the Mishnah rule, by the way. In the Hasurim Mechserala, we made a Hasurim Mechserah. V'tani yadot lahim b'tani nami tanitz la ba'agdin nami tani yadot b'derasha. Which means, by the way, once you're begging Yahasurim Mechsara with Yadot, you can put Yadot first in the Mishnah. And therefore say, Kol Yadot Nezirut Kenzirut, Kol Kenuye Nezirut Kenzirut, and then explain Yadayim. So according to that opinion that says that Yadayim is Lashon Shebadu Lahem Chachamim, we have no problem. You could put it uh, put it first also. And therefore, Hasurim Mechsara, the Mishnah, and put Yadayim first, and then Kinuim, and then explain Yadayim first. So that would be the uh, the um, the answer uh, according to the opinion that says that Yadayim are lashon shibadu hachamim. So I'll say outside. If you hold Yadayim are regular words of Nizirut, like we said, Nazik, Pazik, and uh, you know Paziyah. So these words over here are regular words that can mean Nazir. So then that's the Ikanizinu. That's why it says it first. But if you say that these are words that the rabbis made up, that they're stop slang words that were made up, so therefore, stop the Ikanizinu. So she answers, you're right. And that's why the Gemara will actually hold that Yadayim will be mentioned first, according to that opinion. And therefore, Hasurim Mechsana will put Yadayim first, and then Kinuim second, and then we'll explain Yadayim first. Now, there's just a uh, the review, read it from the Zikru. Uh, Age the Botai, which is beautiful. Uh, he just gives us on Daf two. He gives us three uh, different things that we learn. I'll review it just so we have a hazara to keep it in our brain. The opening Mishnah states 
called Kinuyen Nizuk and Zirut. All substitute terms for the Zirut are effective like a full declaration of the Zirut. The Mishnah provides examples of such terms such as Baziyah, Nazik, Naziyah. After the first teaching, that one who says Ehe, I will be, or Ehe Na'eh, I will be handsome, becomes a Nazir. The Gemara explains that these are examples of Yadot the Zirut, partial declarations of the Zirut, and amends the Mishnah to first teach that Yadot Nizirut Kinzirut, partial declarations of Nizirut are like full declarations of Nizirut. The Gemara asks that since substitute terms are taught first in the Mishnah, why did the Mishnah provide examples of partial declarations before those of substitute terms? It explains, since partial declarations are learned from a Derashah, they are especially precious to the Tanah. Still, the Mishnah begins by teaching the Halakha of Kinuim because it is the basic formula for accepting the Zirut and then teaches the halakha of partial declarations. That's the first part of the Mishnah. The second we said is the Gemara asks, The Tana involved with said the Nashim, why is the, why, what is the reason that he teaches Nazir here? Tosfot explains that as a Masechda dealing with Korbanot, it should have been logical for it to be in said Kadashim. And that's where it should have been, Kadashim. That's a good point. The Gemara answers that, uh, Tana is speaking about the pasuk of divorce, which states, you found Ervat Tavar, for he found about her matter of adultery, which led to the divorce, is therefore, in said the Nashim, the proximity to Masechet Sota and Gitin to say that the cause of her sin was drinking wine. We said, Kula Oro As Sota, because Kula Yazid Atzma Min Hayayin. So those are the basic uh, points that we have from today's Gemara. Stop over here. Amen.